That's fair. I didn't know how to open it, so I guess we're making noises of how we feel. I just ate a deep-fried fish burrito from Muchas Gracias, in which it's a... So, the culinary delight that is the fish burrito is a tortilla... A delight. A tortilla that has pico de gallo on it, and then they put tartar sauce on it, right? And then they just take two fat fish sticks and they fry them and then they put them on the burrito and then they wrap up the burrito and then when I hit the little fancy button on DoorDash that says deep fry, they then take that burrito that has been made and they put it in a deep fryer and then they put it in a bag and they give it to me and I feel awful. But for five glorious seconds while I eat the burrito... It's great. How did, how, how did the fish burrito taste? It's like a fish stick in a tortilla. So good, bad. It's fine. You know, I need to stop treating it like it's great. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the first step. <laughs> I need to stop pretending, tell myself the truth. Um, I had a better burrito, but I still feel bad. Yeah, it's because we keep frying them. We need to stop that. Yeah, it's a bad habit. Anyway, well, Logan, <laughs> we're not in the ship shape here. Logan hasn't been on the podcast in a while, but I have, because I made that one episode that apparently is doing really well. More popular than me. You well, did better without me. That's not true. The episodes that <laughs> you have are only one behind me, but also six ahead of me. Oh, gosh. Fish burrito's fighting back. Um, anyway, uh, last one was a check-in, so, how How'd are that you, go? how are you doing? Well, <laughs> it was fine. I wasn't as stressed now mm. that I am, but I did a check-in, and then I did a check-in for you, oh. so I, what was your check-in for me? Uh, that you just quit being an engineer. <laughs> ah, yeah, that happened. So, yeah, I don't know what else there is. Yeah, ministry. Yeah. You know, we're just chugging along, doing doing the thing on the thing. I wanted to do the podcast while I ate the burrito. That doesn't work either. I suggested that, and you said no. Well, it wouldn't have been better than this. I would have been slorking. I don't like that word. Slork. 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 Why? That's the sound I make when I eat a fried burrito. Anyway, what's new with you? What's new with me? Well, yeah, no longer an engineering student, now ministry student, which has been rad. If only I uh, turned in my homework, um, you know, that would probably help. Yo, same. <laughs> uh, not that I don't turn in my homework, it's just I take a long time to get it turned in. Sure, completed. that's why I don't. Um... <laughs> So yeah, that's been fun. Um, I got a girlfriend, so that's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, poor Riley uh, just, hasn't been seeing me as much. You're just vibing, just vibing, just vibing. Um, 
<clears throat> I don't know. Still riding off that burrito. This episode's gonna be called The Burrito. The Burritastrophe. I feel like a burrito. <laughs> the burrito I feel like I ate the burrito and became a burrito for the burrito. I became, you know, like Pacific Rim. The catastrophic eating of the burrito. That's not catastrophic. I'll sleep it off. But, I don't know, bro. I don't have much to say. It's just going to be a little um, short check-in podcast saying we will make more. That's what the last episode was. <laughs> but now I'm here reassuring them that there will be more. That's true. We should... You know what episode went really well that we got like an hour and a half content out of? We just talked about Star Wars movies for an hour. So I think we should watch something. Just talk about it. Yeah. Throw in Legend of Korra. Get that uh, part of the audio That's in true. too. That's true. This is probably the best time to do it too. Because I'm about to, we're about to go on winter break where we'll have... Like, no homework or anything. And I won't have any responsibilities whatsoever aside from my household responsibilities. So I will I'll be just working. watch. I'm just going to watch a ton of crap. And I'm going to come back and talk about it. And I'll listen I'm gonna, and add my two cents. I'm going to talk. Yeah. I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch the entire sequel trilogy across three nights. Okay. Um, and then you'll need to watch. The Hobbit movies. And then... Maybe we'll watch... Yeah, we'll watch both of the Spider-Man movies. Okay. To lead up to the new Spider-Man movie. Because I've only seen... The Spider-Man movies... In theaters... Once or twice. I I take that back. That's a lie. (laughs) I watched Far From Home. You heard it here first, folks. He lies. Yes. I watched Far From Home once after the theater, and that was with Colby. And then Homecoming, I've watched maybe three or four times. I don't know how. Probably illegally, but... Um, so on the docket, we got Star Wars sequel trilogy, The Hobbit trilogy. This isn't the order that we'll probably do. Yeah, it's just coming to, up. And Spider-Man. We need to do Spider-Man first, because that one's on a timer. Yep. Or we could do it afterwards and watch all three movies. A then. retrospective. A retro- no, I want to do the first two and then talk about the third one because that's another episode that we can do. Yeah, yeah. So we'll do that. And then probably The Hobbit or the Star Wars ones. I don't know. The Hobbit is one we probably like watch all the movies in one weekend. Because you can do that. I can, but do I want to? I think so because I, I think that's back to the roots. Hot take. I think they're good. Um, I think they're good, and we'll we'll talk about how I think they're good after I rewatch them again, and then you hopefully watch them, <laughs> and then we'll talk about the sequel trilogy, <clears throat> which I need to fully rewatch together as one story as it can be, <laughs> and then when the new Spider-Man comes out, we need to talk about that, and then. I don't know what else. I don't think it should just be a movie podcast. I think we need to start. No, no, we'll do other. Think about some other stuff. We need to do more than just reviews. One of these days, we'll walk through my stuffed animal collection. We uh, should do that. <laughs> dedicate do a that. whole podcast to. I should talk about cool Le- stuffed animals. Let's talk about Legos. That's Let's do a Lego do. one. Yeah, I just got a new Lego set about a month ago. That was cool. I just traded a bunch of Lego sets. 
but it was in return I got the Imperial Marauder from the Mandalorian. What's so the Marauder? It's, it's the thing that they drove, like, when they blew up that base in season two, and they were driving the Imperial vehicle down. With the that canyon. comedian guy. Yeah. Okay. With it was the it looks like the troop transport. Ah, but it's the tank yes thing. that with um good stew, good stew guy, Carl Weathers. Oh, <laughs> I thought you said good soup, and I was like, that's Adam Driver. <laughs> no, no, guess, <laughs> no, yeah, stew, stew, yeah, stew, stew. stew's Carl Weathers. Soup is Adam Driver. <laughs> soup. Good soup, good soup. Um, yeah, I want to talk about Legos because I trade a lot. I want to talk about the lucrative world of Legos. <laughs> It's insane. The cutthroat market of Legos. Kind of is. You can get bid out so fast on good sets. I watched a set go from being bid for $20 to all of a sudden $74 in like a day. Um, Because people will go in and they'll set their highest bid, but it won't show that highest bid until it actually reaches it. Um, So it's pretty wild. And it's always Star Wars Rebels sets. It's not fair. People are willing to pay a lot. Yeah, they're freaking insane. <laughs> they're always Star Wars Rebel sets, or they're always Lord of the Rings sets, because those were on the market that I remember them being on the market, but I never bought them, and now everybody else was like, oh, I didn't either, now I want it. <laughs> um, and now I can't get any. But if you got a Thrawn minifigure, hold on to that puppy. That'll be worth Fuko bucks in about a year or so. <laughs> That'll be big money. We'll come back in a year and see if that's true. Well, that's my business plan. I think we need to buy I, I all the Thrawn figures plan. and then sell them and, like, take somebody to college. Like, I don't use think that money to that send much. them to college. To community college. <laughs> we'll send them to Shemekita. People in this town can go to community college for free. What if somebody didn't get that and they're, like, an adult now? And they're like, I wish I could have gone back and got my degree. And we, we have probably have money saved. The up. Grand Admiral Thrawn. We just give him one? Grant. The Grant. The Grant Admiral Thrawn Grant. And we give him money to go to community college to get whatever. I don't think either of us are in a position to set this up. I think I could do it. I think if I quit school. Okay. Keep buying Thrawn minifigures. We'll see what happens. I theoretically can afford to buy at least five. I mean, what if I just bought some ABS and printed them? No. Because you have to be able to print, like, the face and stuff and all that. Uh, like the color? Yeah. Because you have to, it's part of, like, you can get a blue head. What if you get a a stencil and just, like, make it look really good? I mean, that's bootleg. Yeah, what if we got into counterfeiting minifigs? (laughs) No, that's not good. I don't, that's a negative business. I don't like that. Because it always looks like garbage. You can always tell. They say you can't tell, but you can. (laughs) What if, like, we're really good at it? They say, compatible with Lego assorted toys. And I'm like, great, that means your thing is trash. But what if we get really, really good at it? I feel like there are really big companies that have wanted to get really good at it, and they haven't. So how can we... (laughs) If we're in less of a position to just buy Thrawn minifigures, I don't think we're in a position to create Thrawn. Exactly, minifigures. we're in we're in dire need, so we will come up with something brand new, revolutionary. But if we're in dire need, we could just buy them. <laughs> it's no fun. Well, 
Anyway, the Grant, Admiral Thrawn Grant. Do you have to say Grant twice? Fine, the Grand Admiral Thrawn Grant. The no, Grand I think Grant. just the Grant Admiral Thrawn. Fine, Grant Admiral Thrawn. I like it. I'm going to get to work works. on it. Set it up. I'm going to set it up for my church. <laughs> I'm going to be like, give to this for to all help your somebody in Senior need. citizens in your congregation that want to go back to community college. It's not for them. It's them it if could they be. want to help somebody. It could be for them. But if they wanted to help somebody... Be like, I want somebody to go to college like me. So and I'll buy say, a minifigure. In... No, they're not going to buy the minifigure. It's just they donate money to it. It's just a fund. It's and then we use that money Admiral to Thrawn. buy the minifigure. No, we give it to somebody that wants to go to college. If we're not buying Grand Admiral Thrawn minifigures, why are we calling it the Grand Admiral Thrawn? Because I don't want to lose the name. <laughs> and I'll present the check to whoever we give it to as Thrawn. You don't have the eyebrows. I could get prosthetics. <laughs> I know people on Etsy. I can do it. Sounds like a plan. I'll hand off the check as Admiral Thrawn. And I'll do my impression of him that I can't do right now. But I'll hand it off. And Colby can be Rook. He can just like squat down and look reptilian. Can I be that one guy that was like Thrawn's... Uh... That's Rook. No, no, his right hand man in the in the books. Rook. No, no, that one guy that he keeps that he he gets in oh, good positions. Oh, Eli Vanto. Yeah, Vanto. Can I be Vanto? Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> sure. Cool. Cool. Um. Seven minutes. Seven minutes. It's been fourteen minutes. That's two times seven. So there's a there's a mission in Red Dead, right? Um, Red Dead Redemption, where you meet this guy, and he's like super mysterious and wise, and you try to shoot him three times, and then you later in the game, spoilers for Red Dead, you get shot like twenty one times, so it's seven times more than you shot that dude. So anyway, this dude apparently is like a wanderer. He doesn't live anywhere. He's in an abandoned town. Because nobody's there. Quick question. When you shot him three times, did you hit him or did you just shoot near him? I don't think we hit him. Okay. Maybe we did. I don't remember. But anyway, he has a lot of life experience. He has been wandering the earth, apparently. There's a theory that I don't remember who to credit, but if you look it up, you'll find it. This dude's Kane. I I subscribed to this (laughs) <laughs> oh gosh, I subscribe to this theory that he's Kane because repaid seven times. Repaid seven times. He's a wanderer. Nobody lives near him. He's lived a long time. Does he have a mark? Prob well he wears a top hat and a full suit, so you can't see much of okay. his skin. But Jack Marston's first dog in the game apparently was also named Kane. <laughs> and this Dude correlates with a lot of the story beats of Kane, and I subscribe to this theory, and <laughs> I like it a lot. Um, yeah. But why would Kane still be alive? Because nobody can kill him. Natural causes, but he's he's cursed to walk on the earth for his forever. Is, is that what it says? I don't remember. Pretty sure it doesn't. Right <laughs> um, I don't know. 
It is only until the Wild West, so maybe he he looks pretty young in that, though. <laughs> I don't know. It's a video game. There's no water in here. Well, I don't have anything else to say. This is twice as long as the last episode I made, so... It two fits, people, twice two the people, minutes. So it has to be twice the content. Well, I want to say it was twice the content, but it was twice the time. That's true. I think I did a lot more to contribute in that solo one than we have here. <laughs> I think I talked about Legos in the last... No, I talked about Legos in my own personal podcast on my last episode. I talked about how insane the prices for Lego Star Wars sets is. It's pretty crazy. It's not okay. Apparently they're going down for some of the battle packs, but you also get less than the battle packs. Okay, well, I'm really tired. I want to lay down because I got the fish sweats. <laughs> I just ate a bunch of greasy fish and now I'm sweating. Um, and I have an audiobook to listen to that's like X-Men meets Apollo 13. Interesting. And it's not as good as the first two books, but it's pretty good. The Skyward? Yeah. Okay. Well, this one's called Cytonic. Because they're all mutants. With psionic powers? Cytonic powers with a T. What's the difference between... Is Cytonic like you can move the tectonic plates with your mind? Cytonic is that you can do literally anything your heart desires with your mind, apparently. Every book introduces a new power. There's mind blades, where you can like... You stab people's minds with your, your mind? No, you use your mind... To, like, physically generate force that can cut things, like a blade. Cool. Or you cool. can teleport yourself, where you use your mind to move to somewhere else. So the else. mind blade is also a mind teleport. No. Oh, the These m- are two separate... The mind teleport's in a different book? Or the first book? They're, all, they're in, like, all the books. The okay. first book doesn't have anything except for I Can Hear the Stars. Okay. Which we're still learning what that is. Got it. You can listen to other people talk. That are cytonic. So everyone that's cytonic can listen in on each other's thoughts? Theoretically, but you can also mind block, where you can create a field where other cytonics can not get in or out. You can also... Can you hear other non-cytonic minds? Um, I don't know. You can hear people that are near them? Question mark? But you can also use cytonic slugs, as we've learned are part of how they hyper-travel and how they hyper-communicate, where you can use a slug, or a person, theoretically, if you built a big enough box, (laughs) you could make them use their cytonic abilities to use communications across, like, galaxies. Do other animals besides slugs have cytonic powers? So people can, and other aliens can. And slugs. And slugs. Like, not like... A wolf? A wolf could if it lived near a breach. Okay. So this is... There's we there's something that causes cytonic powers. Yes. But okay. nowhere. It's radiation. It's a lot like... Okay, so... Imagine Hilda. Okay. And the nowhere. Yes, the, the nowhere space. Yep. That's it. Okay. They can travel through that. Okay. And they get up to other places, but they also use that place to communicate. Okay. However... There's these things called Delvers that live in the nowhere that are... I got loads of Cytonic powers. That are aggravated by Cytonics because they think that they are just ants that scream really, really loud. 
and they hate them and they want them to die. <laughs> so the Delaware is satanic too then. So imagine, this is how I imagine them because we don't really have a picture of what they look like that I can really remember other than a lot of white glowing eyes. <laughs> imagine a meatball from Destiny 2. Yep. But the size of Earth. And that's a Delver. Makes sense. Yeah. And they hate things. <laughs> they didn't know that Cytonics were living things at first. So they were just killing things to make the noise stop because they didn't understand they, they were living. Well, they weren't killing then. If they, well, they didn't think they were killing. No, they didn't. But then the main character changed the perspective of one of the Delvers and was like, we're alive. And the Delver was like, whoops, and stopped. Sorry. However, the other Delvers were mad that she messed with a Delver. So now they don't care that they're alive. They <laughs> just want to kill, kill them, them now. What about that one Delver that she that talked to? That one Delver is sus. We've only really met them once or twice. And they sent Spencer to the nowhere, but not the nowhere. Like, it's a realm outside of where the Delvers are. It's like a second nowhere. There's, like, a lot of floating islands and, like, pirates and acclivity stone. Wow. And, like, starships and different creatures. Like, some islands have different biomes. And some of them have creatures and some of them don't. This is a Minecraft minigame. It kind of is, but they can't build things. But in that place, you have to have these things called... Okay, this is where it gets really well. Mm -hmm. You have to have, like, reality ashes or an icon. An icon mm-hmm. is something that you go into the nowhere with, like, you didn't go in with it, but it forms to keep you anchored to reality that helps you keep your memories and your personality. Because without that, you start to lose your memories and your personality, unless you, you, have, form it? you have one of two things. So that's rare. It's random. You mm. have to be, some, like, some powerful being or something like that. Mm. You have to have one of two things. Reality ashes, which are things that you, like, spawn in with, I guess. (laughs) And you, like, have little bags of them and stuff like that. And they help you keep grounded. And they're kind of sketch. Because you kind of, like, look at them and you, like, hold them. And you're like, oh, I feel better. Or you surround yourself with other people. And they help slow the effects of losing your personality and your memory. So the more people you have around you the slower you forget who you are. So pirates and pirate factions, if somebody shows up, they're like, bro, we're not going to kill you. We want you here because (laughs) you make us feel normal. So like they'll slave people and then they'll be like, okay, if you're chill, you can be part of us because you will benefit just as much as we benefit. So it's kind of fun. And now they're having this pirate duel thing where they have starfighters and they want a pirate king. And the pirate king is the best pilot. And so this girl who is a pilot from the human people, they, or she has now come into this place, and she's the best pilot, so now she's challenging the pirate king to become the pirate queen, and then they're going to use that to unite. You ever seen Pirates of the Caribbean 3? It's Pirates of the Caribbean 3. It's that. But they're fighting the aliens that are called the superiority, which are kind of like if the Covenant were more Nazi-like. Where they made themselves look really cool and really good, but they did really bad things. And they're going to use this pirate unity to fight them to help 
the people that are fighting the war outside of the nowhere. I haven't finished the book, so we'll see what happens. So I feel like that one Delver that sent her there, mm-hmm. I feel like this is just a game that he likes to observe. Maybe it's his own little pocket pocket world. No, because he's... There's not a... It's it's overseen by all the Delvers. Because the Delvers are not one mind, but they're one... Like... We're getting into some Trinity talk, basically, where it's like... Are they connected consciences? They're connected, and they make the same decisions, and they do the same things. Except for this one. Except for this one, and they're ticked off now. And now there's these people that are in this nowhere space that are being turned into Delvers. Like, their faces are melting. Grown into a big meatball? No. Like, their faces are melting off, and they're getting these white holes in their face that are like white eyes... And they're like hunting down this main character and Chet and Mbot. Chet? Mbot's great. Well, Chet. Chet's not his real name. Chet is the name that he gave himself when he forgot who he was and then was like, I just need a name. So he was like, Chet Danger something. I don't know the name of the alien and Timmy in a yeah. Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah. Chet. Weird squid alien. Yeah. And then there's these other, like, aside novels that take place outside of this story with the humans. That's more interesting than what's happening right now. I'm going to tell you right now. Like, this dude's family blew up. (laughs) Like, Like spontaneously combust? No, it was a terrorist attack. Well, Ah. so the superiority were like, we want to have a meeting with all your people. And they were like, okay. So they went up into the ship, and then the doors were locked on the ship, and then a bomb slug was put on the ship, and they couldn't stop What's the bomb. slugs? Why, why, are, why are slugs so popular? Because they live right next to the breach on this planet called the Tritus, where the human population is trapped. So, like, these slugs are just pretty versatile? Well, like the different slug. colors indicate their powers. So, like, the blue slugs hyperjump. The red slugs have mind blades. And then I would not get near a red slug. I feel like he would slice me in half. Maybe I'm wrong. The red one, yeah, the red one is Boom Slug. So he does, he does the the mind blades. And then I think there's a yellow one, that's the communication slug. Or maybe the green one, or maybe the purple. I can't remember. Can a satanic satanic human have a conversation with a satanic slug? Um, they can kind of connect, and they can be like, "Hey, you should do this thing for me." However, the superiority didn't really figure that out when they started using the slugs for hyper travel. So what they did was they put them in boxes and they would like scare the slugs so bad that the slugs would like react and use their powers and, and the, the superiority would be like go here. Sentient. Yes. Okay. Kind of. They're being trained. They can also like they'll they're kind of like parrots where they'll like repeat back words. I kind of want to get a novel where we got a Cytonic and like a slug buddy of theirs and they're just traveling, doing cool things. That's what this entire series is all about. They got slug buddies? Well, there was the first one, Doom Slug. Doom Slug. Doom Slug hung out with Spencer in the first book and the second book. What was his power? He was the first one that we figured out. Well, she. Sorry, she's a female. She was the first one that we figured out had powers because she would just like appear in random places. So Doom Slug was a teleporter. (laughs) And then we found out that she was Cytonic. And then they... One of the other characters found out they were Cytonic. And they were they went to that person's grandmother, who was also Cytonic. And Grandma was like, listen to the world. And he listened to the world. And he listened down to the caves. And he was like, 
there's a bunch of slugs down there. So he like swam down into the caves and he was like, all I slugs. found all the slugs. So let's collect all the slugs. And they put them in boxes Aww. and then they brought him back and they were like feeding him mushrooms and stuff like that. And they all became friends with pilots. So they all got like names and they all hung out and they like, like doom slugs. Well, they gave them little like sash things that they could sit in so that they could like hang out with them all the time. It's my favorite thing. Like honestly, the third book, it's not interesting compared to the stuff that they did in the novellas. Those were amazing. And it's just so good. I just talked for like 20 minutes about this. You guys thought it was over. (laughs) But that also spoils like everything. That's actually not true. I didn't spoil literally any of the first book. I would actually argue I didn't spoil the first book at all. Yeah. Good job, Riley. Good job. I also don't think I spoiled... I spoiled the second book. (laughs) Yeah, I spoiled a lot of the second book. But the first book's great. The third book is wild. I didn't spoil the ending. Because you don't know it yet. Yeah. (laughs) And I would advise everybody go listen to the novellas that are pretty cool. That take place between book two and three. The last one comes out in December. Mm. I'm excited for that. This one's kind of lackluster. Just because it's the same character, the whole thing. She's just walking through, pirating, and doing all kinds of stuff like that. <laughs> it's Pirates of the Caribbean 3. She has this weird, like, flirtatious, like... a fun movie. She did... Whenever they do, like, this romance stuff between her and this other dude, it's, like, really uncomfortable, and they're, like... It's like, ooh, look at him. Ooh, he's take care of himself. Blah, blah, blah. I hate it. It's terrible. <laughs> um, but I love the other romances that are great. Like... One character and another character. Wow, very specific. Well, because that's like the crux of one of the novellas. It's one of my favorite. And I okay. advise the people listening to listen to those. Um, because those books are a lot longer than what I've said. And there's more to them. And they're very Then Doomslug. Well, Doomslug's pretty pretty prevalent in the whole thing. Although we currently don't know where she is. She kind of just... Travel in the stars. Well, Spencer was like, go home. So Doomslug was like, I... So Where's we home? Where, well, home would probably be Detritus, but we haven't been back to Detritus since the novella. But clearly, Doomslug didn't go home at the start. Because we would have known, because Doomslug would have shown up on her bunk. How did humans first find the slugs? <laughs> oh, that was a fish burp. Well, they found the slugs in that story, where he listened to the planet, and he found the slugs. What planet? Humans didn't find the slugs. Okay, the superiority did. The superiority did. And they put a bunch on this planet? No, they were native to this planet. So Detritus is where that psionic kid was. Or cytonic. Yeah. Okay. But the slugs are on other planets, too. How? Well, it's like there are beetles on all continents. But they have to be near a breach to get the power. There's breaches all over the universe. Okay, so it's not just this one planet. Mm-mm. Okay. Because the nowhere is nowhere. It's a pocket <laughs> dimension. Always fun. Wow. Really brought me to life there at the end. <laughs> really got me talking. Good job. Well, there's your bonus Skyward series review. <laughs> um, Didn't think you were getting that one, did you? No. Okay. Well, I'm still tired and I want to go play with Legos and listen to this pod or not podcast, my audiobook. I want to finish the book. Um, I kind of want ice cream, but I know I don't need it. <laughs> I, just need I drink, don't need, I need it. to drink water. That's what I need to do. That's a good idea. 
All right. Well, drink water. Get I, sleep. I dedicate this to Aiden and Aubrey. <laughs> Hope you two are listening. Listening to the end, club. If not, I don't know. I'm disappointed. It's the burrito episode.